UCB Life Issues with Paul Hammond. And as always, a very warm welcome to this week's Life Issues. Within a day of receiving their A-level results, 446,000 students had a place at uni for this year. A further 149,000 were looking for a place through clearing. That's over half a million 18-year-olds heading off to a new life full of hopes and expectation, but perhaps also to a life of greater trepidation than perhaps their predecessors would have faced because of the hangover from COVID and wondering what it will do to their university experience. Because one of the things that the 2020 COVID uni generation brought home to the rest of us was that the uni experience seemed to be, for many students, as important as the qualification they would get at the end. It's as almost as though uni has become some rite of passage, a venturing out into the wilderness to face the terrors that lurk, embrace adulthood and chart your own path. A prospect that probably terrifies many of their parents. So this week, as the wonders of freshers have been explored, we thought we'd celebrate the opportunity that is uni. See the tremendous richness of memories and skills and connections that can be laid into a young person's life. And acknowledge that there are pitfalls to be avoided, and particularly, perhaps, for the person of faith, clear courses to be charted. My guest today to talk about this is Lizzie Fry, who, as well as her own student experience at Leeds to draw on, has also worn many hats over the years to help students navigate the journey of university life through her involvement with Christian unions and also after graduating with UCCF. So if you are venturing out or if you are a parent terrified of what will come, join us as we lift the veil and pursue that age-old question that every fresher faces. What should I waste the first instalment of my loan on? Welcome to Life Issues, Lizzie. Thanks so much for having me. So what did you waste the first instalment of your loan on? Oh, gosh. I was about to say, I wish I knew, but actually I'm quite glad I don't. Um, (laughs) I think almost definitely takeaways. I arrived at uni thinking I knew how to cook and quite quickly realised as I was sort of smashing up lasagna sheets in an attempt to like make normal pasta (laughs) that I didn't know how to cook and that the lure of having many, many takeaways near my student accommodation was quite strong. So probably a lot of like fish and chips and knockoff KFC. Well, in fairness, if you're in Leeds, you'll probably get a decent plate of fish and chips for your loan as well, wouldn't you? What was it like for you going to uni? I mean, the the experience of moving out from home life to travel to Leeds, was that a kind of one that you were prepared for? Um, No, not at all, <laughs> which is quite funny because I do feel like um, up until the age of 18, much of my life at school was sort of geared towards preparing you for university, but nothing can quite prepare you until you get there. I don't think you don't really know what it's going to be like. And um, I do remember very vividly being in my dad's car on the way up to Leeds um, and thinking, we've been in the car for a while and we're still on the M1. (laughs) 
like when are we gonna get there and I sort of surreptitiously got my phone out of my pocket and used the sort of sat nav thing on there to work out how much longer it'd be and was just like oh my word Leeds is so far north I didn't realize I was moving this far north so I can't say I was the most prepared and I think um it was a big change. I moved from a sort of medium-sized town where I knew lots of people um, to a big city where I knew absolutely no one. Um, so I didn't always love it. And I did find that first year at times quite difficult. And it must um, have been a, it must have been a very isolating experience that because I mean one of the big things especially for parents as children head off into the world that sort of rite of passage that is the wilderness of university life I mean one of the big things is this this thought that you leave behind a familiar family community maybe faith community as well you launch out and suddenly you are even with all the freshers' fairs going on around you and wanting to entice you to become part of their different clubs, you are very much on your own. How, how did that impact you? That's a good question. I think, I think in some ways, freshers' week is one of the times where it's easiest to adjust because everybody there is in the same boat so everyone has just arrived at uni and is desperate to make friends so it's quite easy to strike up a conversation um quite easy to get to know people because they're just as sort of out on a limb as you are um but that doesn't mean it was always easy I think the first time you live independently is always going to be a bit of a shock to the system and I remember ringing I've got an older brother and an older sister and I rang my brother probably about six weeks into term just thinking the novelty of this has really worn off <laughs> and like how do Doing you have time to do everything has got old very quickly <laughs> exactly I was just thinking you know I've got some work to do I've got to cook my meals somehow I've got to fit in laundry into all of this like how how do I be an adult and my brother just sort of said well Lizzie that's that's what it's like to be a grown-up, which wasn't wasn't the most comforting thing to hear. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, it's always a struggle the first time that you live mm. independently, but that doesn't mean it's not a good thing to do. And the thing about all of this is, as you say, you, you've got older siblings who had also gone through their own university experience. Um, your home had been orientated towards preparing you. I, I'm going to assume, I'm going to do that whole sort of dad-granddad thing and just assume that your mum and dad actually did try to put the miles in to get you prepared to budget and to cook and to do all oh, those absolutely, things. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> so so what, what was it sort of made all that knowledge and all that preparation just evaporate? I think you just can't possibly expect something that you haven't lived through. And you can have all of this knowledge in your head of, of what it is to do a weekly shop, but until you're faced with it, you know, you just work out when you go. I mean, maybe I'm just the most inept human in the UK and, you know, I learn by doing things rather than by anticipating things. And it's different for everybody. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think the first time you live independently, you're working a lot of things out for the first time. And, you know, I think that's one of the great things about first year is that all of you are doing it at the same time. Yes. Yeah. And you'll, you'll have conversations about the most sort of inane things with your housemates of like, ah, oh, have you realized that like, 
this type of spray is actually for the kitchen and that one <laughs> is for something else and you're like oh wow oh that's clever and it's just you know people have probably told you that but until you actually need to remember that knowledge it's not going to sink in that's so, the thing isn't it yes until you yeah. need to actually put it into practice it doesn't sink in i confess that one of my favorite i mean i, I wouldn't go as far as to class it as an official sport but one of my favorite little ways of amusing myself around about tail end of september beginning of october is when i'm doing the shopping in our local supermarket which isn't that far from our local uni i do like to spot the students who are just trying to figure out whether they need a whole loaf of bread or a half loaf of bread and <laughs> can they really afford the brand that mum and dad usually buy or do they have to budget a little bit more carefully i mean one of the things that we wanted to do in doing this is to talk about some of the opportunities so thinking about those very first days i mean you you arrive at uni um effectively you're on your own uh you have to go into you know, your first lodgings, your first accommodation on your own. You're having to walk into, well, the freshers' fair, I suppose. Everybody's there in the same boat. But you're having to walk into two lectures and all those sorts of things. You, there's an awful lot of firsts when you go away to university. And I wonder whether having to confront them, because you have no choice in it. You have to just crack on and do it. I wonder if that equips you for the firsts that are going to come further down the road maybe even when you've left uni I think so absolutely I think well I don't I don't think that these things are unique necessarily to university I just think that a lot of 18 year olds this will be the first time that they have had to take responsibility for themselves for their studies um, to make a go of social social situations and um, to dive into those sorts of things so I do think yeah absolutely when I look back and think about some of the experiences that made me more socially confident or um, more able to take responsibility for things. Most of them happened at university because that's the first time I really had to stand on my own two feet. And I'm sure that plenty of people have those opportunities in the workplace or outside of university if, if they didn't go. But given that you're still a teenager when you're there, um, I think for a lot of people, university is is the time where they have to go, OK, I'm just I'm going to walk into this room full of people that I don't know and I'm going to make it work or I'm going to ask a question in a lecture that I'm I'm scared to ask um, but I need to know the answer because no one else is going to help me to learn if I don't put myself out there. Mm. And I suppose in some ways it is that foundation, those first days, it creates that make or break attitude, doesn't it? Because it is fair to say that, and there's been an awful lot of studies done about the pressure and the, the struggles with mental health and with coping and with living life that some students have, it can be a negative experience as well, can't it? I mean, what do you think makes the difference between the positive experience you had where you 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 learnt to deal with these things and the despair i can't cope i need to go home at best and other things at worst that affects some i think the difficult thing about arriving at university is that you don't have a support structure physically around you unless you've gone to university with friends or you have family nearby already um so i suppose the thing one of the things that can really help is to be open with those around you because 
everybody is probably finding it hard, but nobody wants to be the first person to say it. Um, and so I think for those of us who had a, a positive experience of uni, it was probably that we were also able to acknowledge when it wasn't that positive. Mm. Um, and I think also I have good communication with my family at home. I had plenty of friends who'd been to university before um, and I knew that I could call on them. So I suppose really I just arrived at university in quite a, a fortunate position to have people I can speak to about this kind of thing. Um, and when, you know, like I said, when when I found things hard, I rang my brother or my mum. I had friends who'd gone to university the year before me and said, oh, I didn't really like my freshers week. I didn't get on with my flatmate. I was aware that that was a possibility. And so I was prepared for it rather than just arriving, thinking it was going to be fantastic the whole way through. But of course, there are unique circumstances to every situation I wouldn't want to say that there's a sort of golden bullet that can make sure you have a fantastic time at uni it doesn't work like that things come up and for some people I wouldn't think it would be the right thing for them to stick it out um if they're not if they're not doing well yes because that is a key point isn't it that there there comes a point which you perhaps need to say no matter what I thought this maybe is not the the right thing for me and it's not failure to have to draw back and follow a different path. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's definitely something that I've seen in, in some of my friends, whether they've gone on to um, study a different course at university after a year of doing something that they realised wasn't right for them or just going home and realising university itself wasn't right for them. Because I think there is a big push when you're at school um, or there was certainly when I was at school um, that everybody should go to uni. It's the thing to do. And I don't think that's true. Mm. I think for some people it doesn't suit them. Um, and there are, there are plenty of other good options available as well. So it's not it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. And it's not a failure if it doesn't go well for you. Um, but for some people, they arrive and they really thrive and they love it. I mentioned earlier on that you, for a while, worked at UCCF, the University and Colleges Christian Fellowship, that does a lot to support uh, students who have faith in their journey through university. And I know that one of the things that, that they are very keen on promoting is the suggestion that no matter how strong your faith has been in your home environment, don't assume that your faith will be strong when you are on your own at uni and there are all sorts of things going on around you. Get yourself into a local faith community. How how did that work for you? How important was that for you? Yeah, it was really important for me as a student. I think one of the first things that I did in my freshers week was seeking to find the Christian Union just because I wanted to meet other Christians who were at uni and ask them how that was going for them and how can I live as a Christian at uni? Um, and they acted really as um, a sort of missional group on campus aiming to share the gospel with Christians as well as helping Christian students to think about how their faith can impact their studies. Um, one of the big things about UCCF is that they're really keen to help people find local churches to be part of. So they're, they're not hoping that CUs will become sort of churches of their own, um, but instead seeing themselves as the missional arm of the church on campus because students have a really unique 
opportunity to share Jesus with those who God's placed around them. Um, so I kind of discovered all of that. When I discovered the CU, they pointed me in the direction of loads of um, churches in Leeds. Leeds is blessed to have a lot of good um, churches that will cater for students and point them to Jesus. So, yeah, that was that was a really fantastic way to find Christian community, because I think otherwise you can feel quite isolated and you can kind of feel like, oh, I don't I don't know how to live as a Christian for you live as a Christian at uni because nobody else seems to be. Um, and so it was really good to connect with other Christians straight away and hear their stories of how their faith impacts their studies and their friendships. And we'll maybe come back, we'll maybe cycle back to some of the um, the pitfalls and temptations that can present themselves. But I'm interested in that thought about church because on the one level, as a church leader and as somebody who's knocked around church for a while, I kind of think, oh, what a wonderful opportunity to go and be a part of maybe a different tradition or a different type of church and, and a different faith community and grow and develop. But I wonder if it really works like that because... You know, students are only there a couple of weeks and then they're off home for the holidays again. And we all know that students have just got loads and loads of holidays all the time. All right, I'll draw that one back. But does it, is it possible, given the transitory nature of university life, is it possible to become really grounded and rooted in a local fellowship? Yes, <laughs> definitely. I, I was really struck by um, there was one student at our church and she was actually an international student. And so she was only with us for six months um, as there was a semester um, from Christmas to summer. But the moment she arrived, she threw herself in. She knew that she wanted to be part of our church. Um, and the moment she arrived, she was asking, OK, what what serving rotors can I join? What small group can I be a part of? How are you trying to reach your community and how can I get involved with that? Um, and by the time she left, we were all like, was Taylor only here for six months? Because I swear she's more involved than some of the people who've <laughs> been here since the church started. Um, and I just think it's all about a mindset. Like if you are arriving at a church thinking, okay, well, I'll be here for 12 weeks and then I'm going home then yeah, you're never going to feel as grounded as you could do. But with church, I think you really, you get out what you put in, in a lot of ways, in that the more you serve, the more you get to know people, the more you engage with the teaching, the more you learn about God and you see um, the ways that people are serving him. And I think for me as well, I loved the church that I joined so much as a student that I've chosen to live in Leeds and I've been here for six years since graduating. Um, and that's all because they were a really welcoming place for me. Um, and I felt like I was able to serve in a meaningful way there. And so I didn't, I didn't want to move back down south after uni. I wanted to stick around and continue what, what I'd got there. And yet when you went to uni, your life, I, I'm surmising that your your life plan, your career plan, was probably very different. So in a very real way, God used that going to uni, but their connection with that church to define the vision for how you live your life. I think so, yeah. I think I very much thought that I would come up to Leeds for three years, get a degree, and probably move back down south, and I don't really know what I planned to do. My degree was in ecology, so I probably wanted to do something a bit environmental, and that's still one of my interests. Um, 
But then I got to the end of my second year and thought, oh, I don't want to graduate in a year. That seems a bit soon. Added a master's on. Um, by the end of my master's, was just really in love with campus mission because I'd been so involved in the Christian Union um, and seen people come to faith through that. So then wanted to stay in Leeds um, because of my church and wanted to do more university mission stuff. So ended up working for UCCF mm. in Leeds. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think God used the people and the welcome of um, the church I'm at in Leeds. It's called Redeemer. Um, just to help me to work out where he wanted me to be and um, yeah, to, to live out probably a different plan to what I would have wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out and credit to the people at Redeemer there because they, they were willing to open themselves and welcome you in and be a part of that journey. But it's an important message for students, especially students of faith who are heading off to uni that actually this isn't just about your education. This is how this could well be about a vision for your life and a bit about spiritual development and about spiritual growth as well. It's not just about maturing as an adult. It's about maturing in your faith. But of course, the flip side of that is for some Christian students who head off to university, suddenly there's no, there's no mom and dad. There's no minister looking over their shoulder. There's no <laughs> risk that somebody's going to see them in that <clears throat> seedy nightclub in the middle of town at, the, at three o'clock on a Saturday morning when they should be going to church in a few hours' time. All those, all those sort of restrictions, all those, I suppose, stabilizers of life are taken off. How, how do we, as parents and as churches and as student churches, how do we? support and protect our young people from the the vagaries of student life <laughs> yeah that's a great question I suppose the thing that I kind of learned throughout my time at uni is that um in everything that's on offer in all of life but also in student life um there's probably something there to encourage something that is good and also something there to challenge um, and so, for example, you, you talked about going to CD nightclubs, you know, I've been there. It's not a bad thing inherently. Um, there's something to encourage there. God gives us good gifts of music and of dancing and of fun. Um, but there's something there to challenge as well. How many people there are just having a night out because they want to forget about their life and they want to find something of satisfaction and joy that actually only Jesus can give. Um, and so I suppose I, I think that that's the mindset to encourage in those who are going to uni. I think I arrived at university thinking there was a list of things I should do as a Christian at uni and things I shouldn't do as a Christian at uni. And I kind of had a vague biblical idea of the whys of each of those sort of columns, but I didn't have a personal conviction of that. I remember having a conversation with one of my flatmates in first year. Um, I had a boyfriend at the time and he came up to visit me once and um, I asked if I could sleep in her bed while he was visiting. And she was like, yeah, that's weird. But like, don't you, aren't you going to sleep together? That's really strange. And, it, and she asked me why that was. And I kind of gave her this answer about, well, the Bible says X, Y, Z, and I've always been taught that this is the right thing and I think that response really encapsulates my view of what it was like to live 
as a Christian at uni because it was much more I've always been taught xyz rather than I feel like it Mm. would be the right thing to do this or I want to honor God and glorify him and I think he he would like me to do that and I genuinely want to do that so I think I think for those going to uni thinking about those pitfalls whether that's that they think they might um cave to peer pressure with drinking or um might really idolize their academic success i think the thing would be to think okay what about what about that situation is a really good thing that can give glory to god my academic success can give glory to god and being the life and soul of a party is not a bad thing um but what about it can also um, become unhelpful? Where am I placing my identity in that thing where I could be placing it in Jesus? Because knowing a list of the right and wrong answers is not going to help you when it comes to that crunch point. What's going to help you is having a real genuine desire to find your satisfaction in Jesus Mm. rather than in a university experience. Now, I'm not saying I've got that covered in no way shape or form (laughs) but I am on a journey as all Christians are of praying that God would convince me more and more that he is what I need and he is the most satisfying thing Um, and I think university can be a real formative time um, of learning that so I guess yeah that would be my my prayer for people starting out at uni and my advice to yeah people who know students is to keep encouraging them of that. And I suppose there is a a thought in there as to whether churches and families, but maybe it needs to have a degree of formalisation too within local churches. If you've got youngsters that are heading off to uni or indeed heading off to do apprenticeships where they're going to be mixing with a very different, perhaps, perspective of life than they would find in the local church, to actually take some time to to actively prepare those young people to discover those heart drivers rather than just mental awarenesses. Yeah, definitely. I um, Before I went to university, the church that I'd grown up in organised a weekend away for those of us who were about to go to uni. Um, and we, I, I mean, if I'm honest, I don't particularly remember much of what we did other than that we played sardines in the dark in this big house and it was really fun. <laughs> But (laughs) um, the aim of the weekend was to prepare us for heading off to uni and to think about some of those pitfalls and to think about how to find a church. And I'm really grateful that I was brought up in a church that was thinking ahead on those things. Yeah, definitely. You you mentioned in passing there, I suspect that, that many parents, especially the anxiety they will have when we mention pitfalls, they'll be thinking in terms of drink, they'll be thinking in terms of illegal substances, they'll be thinking in terms of relationships and behaviours with um, those who are around you and all sorts of of promiscuity and so on. That that will be the, the fear that many, many parents have as little Tommy and little Jenny head off to uni. But... You touched on an interesting one there about academia because when you go to university, it's a very different world of learning. Even if you've been in a sixth form college or something of that, very different to school days, very different to A-levels. And 
it is it can be something that becomes you seem to suggest quite seductive in where we place our worship yeah i mean it's very different for different people but um for me i arrived at university having always been one of the people who got good grades at school and then quite quickly realized that i was not that good compared to my peers at university because you know everyone there's got good grades and that's a knock to your confidence then when that happens i think so yeah and i think it can turn into either striving for excellence and ending up putting your identity in your grades and trying to find satisfaction there or um more likely for me was that i just kind of gave up on trying to do well and was like well then the thing I'm going to find my identity in is the fact that university is a time for me to have a really great time and I'll think about my work at the end of the term. Um, so I think it can go either way. And both of those attitudes really show an insecurity, don't they, that um, only Jesus can satisfy, that actually he says, you know, if you get a good grade, great. And if you don't, well, I approve of you and love you regardless of what you achieve um but I do think yeah it can it can really bring out um people's sort of propensities either to um idolize work and work very hard for um perfection and striving for those good grades um or to idolize other things at university and I suppose there's a lot of pressure on that now because it's it's not cheap to go to uni now. There's a, an awful lot of investment that you're going to be paying off for quite, even with the, the very reasonable rates of student loans and, and payback amounts and all that sort of You're still going to be carrying a lot of debt for a long time and when you go off to university. So it's bound to bring a pressure to succeed above all else. And I suppose that that, that can then become a, a pattern of life that that dictates the sort of person you become yeah i think i think so university is such a formative time that i'm sure that habits that you form even unwittingly in approach to your work and how you rest and how you relax um then probably go on to dictate the rest of your life as well um but i suppose yeah i was very lucky actually to have been influenced a lot by teaching at the cu at leeds um, where they really helped me to think through how to approach my work. Um, I remember finding it so sort of crazy at the time that my um, UCCF staff worker said to me, Lizzie, I think what would really help you is if you just work when you're working and rest when you're resting. Because I was just trying really hard to sort of like do my coursework, but also be doing something else at the same time. And, you know, oh, I'll, I'll work with that person in that cafe so that I can also catch up with them. And then in the evenings when you're trying to relax, you're constantly in the back of your mind thinking like, oh gosh, well, I should have worked harder on that piece of work. Mm. Um, But actually having teaching that really dignified both work and rest and showed me that um, God really values both because both are part of his character and both are things that he has created and told us to do as well. Um, yeah, that really, really helped me and made me think, oh, okay, God wants me to work hard and to take pleasure and satisfaction in my work. He also wants me to rest well um, and to rest in him, knowing that I have worked hard and I could stay up till midnight every night doing more, but he doesn't want me to do that, so I'm not going to. Um, 
yeah so I think definitely seeking out um Christians that can help you to think biblically about your studies and about your rest is really helpful at the same time I wonder if universities and okay it's it's a few years since you were at uni and it's even more years since i was in tertiary education but i wonder if universities take seriously enough their responsibility to pastorally care for the students who are there because if you're a a, a christian and you can find your people in the christian union um you can get that pastoral support there if it's a good cu but actually right across campus there are hosts of people who are struggling with this sort of thing and i wonder if the hands-off approach of university education, which will be dramatically different for the majority of students who go there, I wonder if we perhaps are a little too hands-off. It's difficult to say. I think different universities have very different approaches. Um, The students' union in most large sort of established universities will have a lot of support in place in terms of um, like pastoral support, and different places you can go for um, whether it's sort of academic support or personal support. I know that Leeds University Union has a lot of that on offer, but I can't really speak for many other cities. So I don't know whether it's similar um, for other universities, Um, but I think it, it suits different people differently. I definitely know people who at school wished that they were a bit less spoon fed and then got to university and loved it because they could finally take responsibility for their own studies. Um, Whereas I think I was probably more in the category of people who really quite liked being given a textbook with an exact curriculum and told what might well be on the exam and then got to university and was like, Oh, now I have to think for myself. (laughs) Um, But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think obviously we need to look out for um, students. We need to help them to um, go through those transitions but the transition itself isn't a bad thing I think it's a really important time um, where you yeah you learn to stand on your own two feet and and do what you need to do to get through and it is very much a, a place where relationships and I mentioned this right at the beginning relationships and friendships and bonds can be created that can actually transform the reality of your life and the experience of your life because they'll be there your entire life thick or thin hell or high water yeah absolutely i am at the end of the month i'm going to be bridesmaid for one of my university friends um she's getting married and there are other good friends who say my my housemate at the moment lowry i made friends with her at university and um Yeah, she was one of um, the people who really supported me when I had a real tricky spot with my mental health and had to take time off work. Um, There are plenty of people who um, you meet in freshers, whether that's in the first week or, to be honest, any year at university. And I think it's such a unique time at uni because you can spend so much time of the week with that same group of people. You can spend all day with them in lectures and then probably have dinner with them if you want as well. And then by the end of uni, you're probably also living with some of the people you know from your course. And so it just fast tracks 
the ability to make good firm friends in a way that I think I didn't realize until I graduated because then when you're in the world of work you realize oh gosh like talking to someone for 20 minutes over lunch feels like a long conversation with a workmate um and you probably do that like once a week <laughs> whereas at uni you spend hours and hours together each week um and it means you can really yeah form special bonds with people um whether that's Christians or actually I think it's really influential for non-Christians and we see a lot of people coming to faith at university because they become friends with Christians they can very quickly see that their life is different because they're spending a lot of time with them and that provokes questions um, and yeah the opportunities are also there to engage with what it means to be a Christian because there's so much mission that's aimed at, at campuses so it's a really exciting time to build friendships, um, whether that's with other Christians or not. Yeah. So when you look back at your own experience, but also drawing on the experience that you had at UCCF and and your colleagues at UCCF who were, were working in universities all across the country, is university a challenge or is university an opportunity it's definitely both <laughs> um different students will find it more challenging than others but for all students it's an opportunity um it's an opportunity to grow personally to grow in your faith and to share that faith as well um for every student who's going to university god knows every single person they're going to meet he knows the person you're going to sit next to in your first lecture. He's chosen the people you're going to live with. Um, and he knows, yeah, he knows that already. And you can just go and find out what he's got planned for you. Um, and that's, that's a massive opportunity um, to think, okay, why has God placed that person in my life? Um, is it to encourage them? Is it to help them on their own journey? Um, and yeah, hopefully we can we can pray to see fruit from that as we're recording this freshers is just getting started at universities all across the country and the opportunity students are packing their bags and heading off to uni and not really knowing what covid uni is going to look like for them final thought from you lizzie or a couple of thoughts from you if we may <laughs> for parents who are on tenterhooks because little Tommy or little Jenny are finally leaving the nest. Don't worry, they will be back. But they're leaving the nest to go to uni. And those parents are filled with anxiety. What would your encouragement and perhaps comfort be to them? My encouragement and comfort would be that God cares for them and loves them even more than you do. Um even though that's really hard to imagine. Um, and he is arranging everything with their best interests at heart. They're going to have difficult times and I'm sure that they will ring you um, sort of up upset, whether that's because they don't know how to cook a chicken breast or because they're deeply sad. There are going to be times when you don't know what to do and you wish you could help them. Um, but you know that, the creator of the world is close to them and is is with them and you can pray that um that they would 
draw close to him and that they would have Christian friends nearby who can point them back to him as well. And as we are playing this out and letting this podcast go live, um, Freshers has just come to an end for many students and the grim realities are starting to sink in. What would your words be to those 18-year-olds who are trying to decide which list going to a CD nightclub is on or indeed breaking up lasagna sheets to try and make proper pasta? Uh, <laughs> great question. Um, I think I would just want to encourage them on a very practical level that everyone's in the same boat. Don't be afraid to tell your flatmates that you don't know what you're doing because nobody knows what they're doing. Um, and on a spiritual level, I think I would encourage them um, just to have a think about what are the particular areas that they might end up feeling like they need to find satisfaction in something other than Jesus, whether that's through having a really good time, um, through being the most popular person in their halls or through their academic grades. Um, and just pray that God would show you um, how you can glorify him in those areas instead and, and find what you need in him. The reality is that going to university, like so many other stages of life, is a massive life change. And it is undoubtedly, for many students, a challenge, and indeed for their families, to actually face that change and see the potential pitfalls and the potential dangers. But it is also the case that the creator of the world loves us more than we love ourselves and loves our children more than even we love them. And so no matter where they find themselves or no matter what fears they find sweeping in over their lives, he is willing to be there to comfort them and support them. So first and foremost, if you are heading to uni, are already at uni, or are desperately worried about your child who is there, let's remember that we can include him in what is one of the greatest opportunities to define life and to give vision and hope for the future. My guest this week has been Lizzie Fry. Lizzie, lovely to talk about your experiences and also your perspective, having worked with so many over the years. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It's been really lovely to chat to you. You've been listening to UCB Life Issues. I'm Paul Hammond. Don't forget, you can listen to this as a podcast wherever you download yours. And why not join me next week for another Life Issues? Good night. <laughs>